0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Casey Van Etten Sports Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Van Etten. This is such an amazing opportunity for me to do this podcast and get to meet with athletes, coaches, and others that are in the sports world. You can support me and this podcast at anchor.fm forward slash K-C-K-A-F-C-Y dash V-A-N dash E-T-T-E-N with the number two. Also give me a like on Facebook at Casey Van Etchen Sports Talk Podcast and follow me at Van Etchen underscore Casey. This week's episode, I got the opportunity to speak with New York Jets kicker Sergio Castillo. Sergio is from La Jolla, Texas and has had several opportunities playing football, including the NFL with the Jets. Let's listen to what he had to say. First of all, thank you, Sergio, for coming on. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity and just to talk with you. Just tell us more about yourself, where you come from, where you attended high school, college, and tell us more about your opportunities you have had playing football.
1: Uh, First of all, Casey, appreciate you having me here, and uh, hopefully that this platform can reach uh, a lot of kids in the valley you know in the 956 that um that have big dreams not just in sports but in anything that that they aspire to be and that and that uh whatever it is you know that that seed has been planted in their minds and their heart and it's up to us if we want to water it and watch that dream grow so wanted to begin with that but uh i'm from la jolla high graduated 2009 went directly uh to west Texas a&m small division two University in Canyon, Texas, which is about 15 minutes in Amar- from Amarillo, which is where I live now during my off seasons. And uh, from there, I, you know, I played uh, four years at WT and, yeah, you know, spent a little bit in the NFL with Atlanta in 2014. But then after that, spent the last uh, five years in the Canadian Football League, bouncing around different teams and uh, had the opportunity to play in the XFL. And then it got shut down with COVID and re-signed back to go back to play in Canada. That season got canceled because of COVID in September and had the option to opt out of my contract to pursue the NFL for one more time, and it, and it happened with the with the New York Jets this season.
0: Awesome. Um, let's talk about the Canadian Football League more. You had the opportunity to play for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, the Ottawa Red Blacks a couple of times, the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Then you suffered a season ending ACL injury. Talk more about that experience
1: and what went through your mind when you got injured. You know, going up to Canada was uh, an experience in itself. You know, I was not only was I going to a different country, but you know, it was an opportunity to play football. I didn't know what to expect since the CFL is not really shown much in the States. But when I got there, I quickly realized how big the CFL uh, is for the Canadians, you know, football, they take it seriously.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, so, you know, had the opportunity to to play, like I said, in very different, uh, different teams and, and finally I got my opportunity to start in 2017 with Hamilton was having a really great season until, four games left in the season when I tore my ACL trying to make a tackle. I was trying to be an athlete, <laughs> which did not work out. Um, you know, honestly I thought I was for a moment and I say moment because we all have moments. And for a moment I thought I was done and, you know, I was 27. I was like, there's no way I'm going to come bounce back from this. But like I said, it was a moment and very fortunate enough for, for my girl, my friends, my my mom that that were able to support me throughout that dream and to keep on going. And, um, uh, Got another opportunity after 618 days with the BC Lions in Vancouver in 2019. And uh, from there, went to the XFL.
0: Speaking of the BC Lions, let's talk about something interesting, first of all. Uh, you played for the BC Lions, and in 2018, you won a game by
1: missing a field goal. Explain yes. that, and what did you think about that? So in Canada, they have a rule if you kick a field goal, not an extra point, a field goal, and if it and, and if you miss it and it goes out of the end zone, or if there's a guy, a returner back there returning the ball, and if he gets tackled in the end zone, you get a point. And, and it was funny because I initially kicked a 37-yarder, and I made it, but we had an offsides penalty, so we moved five yards back. And – I kicked and it went and it shaved the post, and I and I just remember, you know, I was just cussing out a storm, and and I had my head down, and the referee looked at me. He's like, "Hey, Serge, you guys won the game. You got a uh, what? What do they call that point system? They have a name for it." But he's yeah, like, I hey, saw it. Won. I forgot the name. Yeah, I forgot. I forget too. So he's like, "You won the game," and it was like, uh, "Happiness came in." You know, because first of all, you know, we got the win. But uh, obviously, you know, I didn't want to win it that way. But uh, wins were hard, hard to come by that year. So we'll take mm-hmm. a win yeah. however they come. So technically, I still have – I'm 100% in game winners. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um,
0: and so you were speaking a little bit about your 2019-2020 year. Like many, it was crazy. You got drafted by the Houston Roughnecks. Then the league got suspended. And then 10, 10 days later, you signed a two year contract. Um, however, opted out due to COVID. And then six months later, you got the call from the Jets. What emotions did you have through all this? And also, how did you react when you got the call to the NFL?
1: Uh, there was a lot of emotions just because I was leaving a secure, when I say secure, there was a little financial. Um, uh, compensation if I would have stayed in, in my in my CFL contract, and you know we I wanted to stay just because you know we were like uh uh and you know almost halfway no yeah almost halfway through our pregnancy, and I was like you know I just want security for the baby, and you know that income but my girl she's like you know opt out of that contract let's pursue the NFL one more time and it, it paid off you know taking a a leap of faith and you know I had a couple workouts prior to the jets which uh with the browns and the steelers did uh, did well and didn't get signed and finally when the jets called uh you know they signed me to practice roster i they signed me that uh that same day after the tryout and then 30 minutes later, we had practice. So it did not really sink in until we had the bye week about a month later. I was like, of what had happened and what I was accomplishing about that time. But for sure, a lot of uh, a lot of joy, and um, you know, I started reminiscing a lot in the past, just because of what I had to go through just to get here. The main thing, one of the main things, was the ACL that I had to overcome. Yeah, And just how big the mental game was during that, that phase of my life. So, uh, yes, I put in the work, but more anything, I had to believe that I was going to get an opportunity and I, that I could still play. So, and I think that was the biggest thing I had to overcome, and I, and I'm glad I did.
0: Now, being a kicker is normally not the favorable position
1: playing football. What made you have the desire to be a kicker? initially i really did not like uh football I was more of a soccer guy and then baseball uh baseball is my first love like i i just love watching baseball and but soccer they they we, uh, the football coach came to our soccer price one time he's like hey we need a a a kicker and i remember my soccer coach coach thames whom i still keep in touch with we talk almost every other day and uh he's like hey you should go try out and i did and And originally, I I took football uh, over soccer scholarship because it paid more of my school. And that's that's how I took it. And it took my my journey to West Texas A&M.
0: Awesome. And now myself as a fan watching the game that I love, there have been times when I was young where I've said, oh, he's good. He'll make that kick. Uh, You made a 55-yard field goal with the Jets, not only as a kicker, but as a human being. What goes through your mind when you go out there for a kick,
1: or do you just block out everything? You know, for me, it's just I I had a really good season in in the CFL, and I tried to find um, how I was thinking – from a, from a, a, mindset standpoint during that year. And I remember the emotions and the confidence that I was feeling. And, and I tried to bring that back to, to, you know, currently, which was 2020. And honestly, I was just, uh, I was just excited to be there and for them to give me the opportunity, um, it, you know, I was just grateful for it. It was pretty funny, though, because I felt I, – I I didn't feel – I did miss hit the ball. Like, I did not hit it clean. And I honestly thought the ball was not going to even make the, the goalpost. And I couldn't see it because the O-linemen were, are so tall. And I was just asking, did I even reach it? You know, did the ball even make the goalpost? And they're like, dude, you made it with room to yeah. spare. And I was like, let's go. I got fired up after that. That's awesome.
0: Now, let's stay away from talking about football. And I want to say congratulations on becoming
1: a new father. How has that been for you? I appreciate that. It's definitely it's um uh, you know the, the birth of of my boy was a powerful experience. I can't put it into words and I'm just um I'm enjoying this this new phase, this new role that I have as a father and and, and it is crazy like I have that title now, a father. And it's um, there's nothing but but a blessing, and I'm enjoying it right now as much as I can because I have the off season, so I have that that advantage. I can spend every day with my child and 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 my girls. So it's just uh, I'm loving it.
0: Finally, what are some things you want to say for younger boys or girls, like you saw with uh, Sarah Fuller, uh, that mm-hmm. might want to continue playing the game we love?
1: you know there for the valley kids there's um there's another world past Falfurias, texas you know a lot of us and when i say a lot it's just because you know we have a uh, you know from personal um, i have a lot of friends and i have a lot of family members that due to their status in the in the us they can't go past Falfurias checkpoint and i want to tell i want to use my story my platform to tell these kids, hey, if you're born here, take advantage of the opportunities that you can go to college, that you can leave um, the valley and pursue a career in whatever it is that you want to be and, and experience the world. And now I, I can say I have I have many homes. You know, I have homes, and I, you know, my number one home is in the valley. I live in Amarillo, Texas now. But I can say I have a home now in Vancouver. I have in Winnipeg, Ottawa, Hamilton. You know, I've been able to develop amazing relationships throughout that whole journey and as this past season in, in new york so if i never take that step out of my comfort zone of of leaving my family uh back home i would never be able to get to experience all of this and as my mom told me she's like junior the valley's always going to be there but your dreams are not because as you get older the window of opportunity gets smaller and smaller so right now that you have the opportunity you don't have a lot of responsibilities she told me that as a, as an 18 year old Chase the dream. So that's why I tell these kids, chase the dream right now. Make as many mistakes while pursuing the dream. You're going to make mistakes. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. But leave your ego and your pride outside and just find a way to overcome those.
0: Like I said earlier, thank you, Sergio, for this opportunity. I hope well uh, in your career and uh, now life as a father. So
1: I appreciate that. Thank you for your time and this opportunity.
0: Awesome. Have a great day. All
1: right. Likewise. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Casey Van Etchen's Sports Talk Podcast. And remember, you can listen to me on Anchor, PockyCast, and Spotify, and can support me financially at anchor.fm forward slash Casey-Van-ETTEN Dash with the number two. Until next time, this is Casey Van Etchen signing off.